This episode is brought to you by Bolt and Barrel Oil. Bolt and Barrel is a premium synthetic graphene-infused all-purpose lubricant that will outperform anything on the market. The graphene in Bolt and Barrel's formula creates a microscopic separation in between metal-on-metal contacts. Great for farms, bicycles, power tools, or anything that needs a high-performance lubricant. Bolt and Barrel is a veteran-owned company and available online at www.boltandbarreloil.com as well as select retailers around the country. Check them out on Instagram at Bolton Barrel Oil. Again, that's www.boltonbarreloil.com and use promo code scrolling for 10% off at checkout. This episode has also been brought to you by Cloverstone Digital Group. Cloverstone Digital Group has been in the business since 2003. They've helped everyone from a one-person business with a small budget like myself to national retailers with a $35 million budget. They're helping me with my business and they can help you too. You can find them on Instagram at Cloverstone Digital Group or www.cloverstonedigital.com. They're offering free consultations. Just let them know that Tom sent you. Again, that's www.cloverstonedigital.com or on Instagram at Cloverstone Digital Group. What is up, y'all? What's going on? Welcome to another episode of Scrolling Through Life, man. What's up, bro? Huggy, what's happening? What's going on, man? I'm 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 doing well. I I can't complain. Yeah. Um. We got our part three today, man. Part three of deployments, combat, scars, and healing. Yeah, it it, uh, it took us a while to get this to get the, the third did. one out. <laughs> a lot of trials and tribulations in the process to prevent us from getting together, but it we're did. here today. Finally, it did, it did man. Um, yeah, man. Uh, shit, take it away, man. What's up? So. You know, me and Tom thought it would be a good idea to not focus all three of these directly on combat and the awesome, you know, stuff that people typically would talk about on social media and YouTube and stuff like that. But to give you just a a good idea of what it's like from all aspects. And for this last uh, installment of the series, it's called Combat Scars and Healing. Yes, sir. So the bottom, the, the bottom line of front question I would ask, like instantly to you is, what what can you sum up what combat is like? Oh, man, um, in my own words, combat is is honestly exhilarating. Uh, it's exciting. It's uh, anxiety, stress, fear, um, bonding, and growth. So, I like that. Um, I think you kind of covered all like the bases. I mean, if, if I could, I, I would say the same thing. I agree with all, all of those things. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's not just one particular feeling. It's a multitude of different things that right. occur uh, throughout the whole process or uh, your experience during combat. So let me ask you this. So let's just say you go out, you do a mission, mission is done, you know, rounds were exchanged during that mission or whatever the case may be. Right. Uh, how do you process that? Or do you ever process it at all? That's gonna, honestly, that depends on a, on a, on a variety of things. Um, if we didn't lose anybody, you know, you come back, you laugh about it, you laugh about what went wrong, it, it, you know what I'm saying, in some sense, or uh, what somebody might've fucked up on, but it was a uh, successful mission. But really, you just come back and, um, honestly, you just move on to the next man, you get ready for the next thing, man, you know what I'm saying? But you know, those times when you do lose somebody, quiet, somber, obviously, and, and, and you don't, you still don't have time to process any of that either. You know what I mean? You don't have no time. You just got to move on to the next. You got to get ready for the memorial. You know what I mean? And uh, get ready for the next. Um, a lot of it is just going from a mission to the next, man, from one mission to mm -hmm. the next and just moving on um, as fast as we can. I think, I think that's, that's one thing the army has kind of gotten down from what I'm saying, now that I look back at everything, the army has definitely gotten that down to not give you enough time to mourn, give you enough time <laughs> to, no, I'm being serious, you know what I mean? To like, I know, I know you're right, yeah. Like, they don't want to give you enough time because they know what's going to happen. If they give you too much time, you will start getting it in your head. So, the way I, you know what I'm saying, like, they've, they've kind of mastered that down, man. So, we just move on from one one next one mission to the next, man. Like you know, what I'm saying, and just kind of move on. You don't really deal with it even until you get home and you start drinking. Really, in all reality, mm -hmm. you know what I mean. Um, How was it for y'all? 
Once again, I, I, I second uh, everything you just said. You know, you, you go out, you do a mission, you know, maybe some rounds were exchanged, nothing too hot and heavy. You know, you, you drive back, you might crack a joke or two, right? you know, or such and such did some motherfucker fell when he should have <laughs> right. been doing something else. And then you go about your day. Right. Um, now, <laughs> if it was a close one. Yeah. You know, one of, you know, on that ride back, somebody might be like, yeah, the motherfuckers was close. Yep. And everyone and everyone's just like, yeah, like it's, you know, like it's like a, it's it, kind of somber. Yep. Um, but everyone's just like, you know, like that IED, like that was a big one. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. You know. <laughs> you can, I'd call that, I'd, I'd, I'd call that like a, uh, I don't want to say a gut check, but like you get checked like, hey man. Like, we got to tighten it up. You know what I mean? Like, whatever it might have been. Like, you just said, like, that was kind of close. Like, oh, shit. And just like you yeah. said, people are always quiet because they're like, fuck. Like, did I fuck yeah. that up? What did I, you know what I'm saying? Did I do something wrong? Like, because that was close. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, well, man. You, well, sometimes it's, you know, like you were saying about if, if, if you lose someone or someone from another element yeah. or team dies that you know, you know, that's something that it, it's kind of like you said, it's a really somber. Yeah. You know, right. If someone kind of breaks the ice, like, hey, we got a op at nine in the morning, like, you know, we're going to go over and talk it over sand tables. Like you still kind of you, like you said, you keep going. Yeah, man. You know, and, and then you end up going to the ceremony, you know, more ceremony and, and all that other stuff at some point. Um, but, you know, there are those moments and you know, this probably better than I do where. You know, you're probably sitting somewhere and you're probably putting some rounds down range and then you, you hear that sound of a crisp one right by yeah. your ass. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know, that should have wake your ass up quick. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'm telling you that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. It's a, in it's once you hear that sound, like you, you'll never forget that sound. Nah, man. Like that's, that's when you start looking at where you're actually like under or behind. You're like, man, maybe can I duck down any further? Any further, man. <laughs> Bro, I've seen, I've seen buddies like literally digging, like, you know what I'm saying? You're behind something and you're watching them and they're just digging like into the ground. Like how, how much closer can I get? And just like you just said, man, like you're, you're always like, how much closer can I get to the ground? Like what, what can I do? Like, you know what I mean? It's, and, you know, even then, man, even when that's happening, like that's when your training kicks in, though, because because it, it's like the fear is kicking in, but your training is kicking in. Even though the rounds are there, you're still very coherent about what is all happening around you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it does wake you the fuck up, man. It wakes yeah. you the fuck up. You know, and although me and me and Tom laugh about that, it's it, it, we laugh about it because it happens a lot. So, right. Right. You know, and, and it's like, yeah, you know, maybe I need to move my team or something like you figure out something like the training you said, uh, right. It kicks in. I mean, but it, yeah, you do have those days where you're not always on the winning side of it at that moment. Facts. You know, some, sometimes the, the enemy on the other side land down some good, some good fire on your ass. Like, man, these ain't the regulars. Yeah. That normally that's, exa- that's exactly exactly what you think man when things are coming close when things are coming you're like yo man this ain't the regular dudes like this is <laughs> <laughs> an 18 man yeah like they brought the they brought the, the train boys to fight us today right uh but yeah those are just some of the things you just kind of notice and and those things you notice very quickly you know you you know how certain groups of people facts, fight back you know what facts. they're capable of to a certain degree you know when they're like okay now they up their game on this one like yep you know so you you figure out those things as they go but here's another question for you <clears throat> and uh i've never asked anyone this question right so I'm not asking you, but I'm, right, right, but I am. Right. So how do you feel about the question when someone asks you, have you ever killed anyone? I'll be honest, man. Um, I've rarely, rarely been asked that, but I have been asked it. And it's, you, you, I got a, I got a young cousin, my little baby cousin. Uh, he's not a baby. He's like, you know, say 20, 20 something, but I call my baby cousin. But he, he asked me that shit all the time, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like all the time, all the time, man. And I, I don't know how to respond to it because I don't really like to talk about that unless, you know what I'm saying? Like I talk about it with like you or like, you know what I'm saying? People yeah. that I, but outside of my circle, the people that know, I, I, I don't feel comfortable like talking yeah. about yeah. that. So 
the times that I have been asked it, man, I, I tend to kind of shuffle away a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like find a way to shuffle away from that question or, or I just really just change the subject and then they, they understand immediately like, all right, you know what, we're not going to talk about this. Um, yeah, it's, it's not a question that anybody likes to ask, to be asked or talk, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Or, or even talk about it. I talk about it with you, like I said, with, within groups, but yeah. never, but never outside of that circle. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, man. Well, I, I think that for people in certain professions, it's not as intense as the people really like to make right. it out to be. Right. Uh, like, like uh, the effect on you that mean, I mean, yes, I, I mean, of you. course the act of killing someone is, is always horrible. Uh, it's, you know, life and whatever the case may be, but uh, some people, we, we just don't process it in a, a, like a horrible, like it eats me alive. Yes. Kind of way. Yes. Unless it was one of those like, okay, that maybe should have occurred differently, or maybe that shouldn't have occurred. Those types of things, a little bit different. I agree but like, with you. <clears throat> yo, we're getting fired at, we put them rounds on the ass. Yeah, that's what we do. That's what, we're, that's what we do. And you said that so perfectly, man, because people don't understand that's our job. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I'm not, look, man, I'm not a police officer. I'm not here to investigate, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and take you in, you know what I'm saying? Like literally the mission is always to kill or capture. Like literally that's in the fucking, yeah. you know what I'm saying? The mission statement to kill or <laughs> capture. So like, you know, that's my job. That's what I'm trained to do. That's what my job description entails for me to do when I'm in combat. So, and you've trained so much on it, man. So much for so many years. And even when you're not deploying your training on it, you go back and you do whatever you got to do. Um, like you said, it's not something that, that sits there and, um, sorry about that. And, yeah, you're fine. and just eats you up 24 yeah. seven. Unless again, mm -hmm. like you just said, it's something that's a particular, something that could have gone the room in a different way. Um, you know, I just had a conversation with somebody just the other day about, about something similar to this, um, that I, uh, deployed with. And, and we brought up a certain situation that I was in and, he knew that something ate me up from that situation. Now that situation, not not taking that person's life is not what eats me up today. That's yeah, not, that's yeah. not even remotely what, I don't regret it. It doesn't eat me up. I don't think about it. It's the actions that happen afterwards when, for me, I'll tell you, for me, um, you know, I ended up shooting this guy and then later on I'm holding this fucking baby who looks just like the same age as my child. Mm -hmm. And I'm holding this baby who's crying for his dad. I'm speaking Arabic and that's what to me eats me up because I'm like, fuck. You know what I'm saying? Now this kid's gonna grow up like this, but I don't regret what I did. It's just the action yeah. of that child. So yeah. what people don't understand, it's not, it's, it's never that, well, I can't speak for everybody, but like you said, it's not that it, it eats you up. It's always something particular about a certain instant yeah. that is gonna fucking, you know, stay yeah. with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, for the most part, you know, when I'm asked that question, I, I become a, I become like a congressman. Like I, my answer becomes like so political, political. <laughs> it is ridiculous. So when you know, the, I'm like you. I haven't been asked it very often, but when I've ever been asked the question, I've always said, "Well, let me ask you this." You know, a person goes to med school to to do what? Oh, to you know, be a doctor. To ultimately do what? Oh, work on people's surgery. Well, here is my job description, right? You know, uh, so it's kind of like my way of not answering, but I, I never personally use the term killed. Right. Uh, right. I always use the term waste. Like I, it was wasted. Like I wasted something or someone, uh, because I, I, I never like to look at the person on the other end of the barrel as anything more than an obstacle that had to be negotiated. Facts, man. You know, and, and most of the time, unless those rare instances like you that you just talked about with the baby, we right. don't sit somewhere, you know, and just sit by like a, a body and just like, man, like, I wonder if he was like going to school or something <laughs> or college, you know, we don't do that. No. And, and if we were to see that occurring after a, a mission, we would probably yank the soldier up and say, Hey, stay focused. Yeah. Um, now, Another thing is, unless you're a sniper, shout out to you that that one ranger dude with the dreads. That I'd be watching some of his shit. I forgot the guy's name. Yeah, but, uh, uh, yeah, uh, Nick. I, 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 yeah, yeah, I like that guy. Um, unless you're a sniper, most guys in combat don't keep a number. 
facts of like, you know, I've got approximately like, first off, if, if a target jumps up, it's lucky if less than three people probably engage it anyway. Exactly. So it's like three exactly. people engaged. That's a nine rounds in that target. Right. No one's going over to like check a pulse. It's you look and it's just like you look for a couple of seconds and you're like, well, that's impossible for that to move ever again. You know what I mean? X, yes, man. No, yes. and it's just like yes. that's the end of it. You you keep moving. You know, no one's just like, well, I shot first, and it's my kill. Like that, I have never, never. seen that. I've never, never, ever. never heard that ever. Never so heard that. Any guy that tells you, you know, that he's got a confirmed kill number of anything, and he ain't a sniper. First of all, a lot of people, you know, like to throw that confirmed <laughs> confirmed kill bullshit around. That shit was like Vietnam era type fucking days, you know what I mean? That whole confirmed kill shit. But like you said, yeah, snipers because it's it's their kill, like that's their individual yeah. kill. They they will keep a certain track of it, you know what I mean? Yeah. But as far as the rest of us, like, unless. I mean, people will know if you're the only one, but nobody does that. Like, nobody goes, hey, man, that was mine. That was mine. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it ain't not like that, man. Yeah. No. And <clears throat> the other part about it is is we're not going to remember all of it anyway. No. I mean, we might rem remember our first, you know, or You'll the- always or remember the, your first. <laughs> yeah. Or the interesting looking ones that occurred. Yeah. But that's the extent of it. It's not like, so on this day, out of the nine times I've- It's like, it, it just doesn't work that way. Yeah. Um. So- so yeah, that's, that's on point, man. So once you, you come back, mm -hmm. you know, off of a deployment, you know, you, you start to notice the difference, obviously. Let's just say your first one or the, or the first deployment you went on where you put some rounds down range right? and you finally come back. Do you remember that moment when you said to yourself, okay, something is a little off with me. Um, yeah, I knew I felt like a little bit different. I don't know if I felt more, I'm not going to lie to you, like more alive, you know what yeah. I mean? Like if I felt more, yeah, more alive, more like in tuned, you know what I mean? To be honest, like I felt like I had connected on a whole nother level with something that I never connected before, you know what I mean? Ever in my mm -hmm. life. Um, it definitely put me on a whole nother, uh, wavelength than I had ever been mm -hmm. prior to that moment. Um, but you know, even then, man, like. I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. Like I was so much, you know what I'm saying? You come back and all you do is drink and, you know, get drunk all the time. And like, you know, like we always talk all the time on the podcast, like literally, man, like we come back from deployment, you got two weeks of leave, come back and you're right back to the training. And then five months later, you're right back again again. So you don't have, even if you want to, it's just the times that the first two weeks is when you're just getting pissed drunk. And those, mm -hmm. those moments are constantly running through your mind until you get right back to training and then it's fucking out of your mind. And now you're focusing, yeah. on, now you're focusing on the next thing. But to answer your question, yeah, I definitely felt different, man. I definitely felt, but I don't know how to explain that feeling besides I felt connected, literally, I felt connected yeah. with, I, I don't know, I just felt connected in, a, in, in, a, in like a different way. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Uh, um, I had a moment where uh, I had, a, and I'm not one of those people that has those, has dreams a lot. So I don't have dreams about deployment experiences like that. Right. Uh, but one night I did, uh, and it's always the same, the same dream. Somehow, some way my weapons jammed. I'm not sure. I, that's like my, I don't know what's up with that dream or how I got someone installed that in my fucking brain housing group. <laughs> but the scariest dream to people like me and Tom is when we raise a weapon and it jams. And it don't That's why I'm laughing. I mean, I haven't had too many of those, but I've definitely had situations like dreams where like it ain't working and I'm like panicking yeah. to try to get it working. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, but I, I had a moment when I woke up from that dream where I went and looked in the mirror and I, uh, in the morning, obviously, but I just felt like I was older and I felt that I was older. Uh, like I had been kind of put through the ringer almost, you know, how they used to do clothes back in the yeah. day, they put in a thing and squeeze the water out of it. Yep. Yep. I, I felt like, like that had occurred, you know, and it was just like, I'm on the, like on the line, like dangling, trying to dry off, but my shape has changed. Right. Like my fabric has changed a little bit and I'm not going to lie. I, I, I was a little bit proud of myself because everyone has doubts before they actually go do the business. Facts. Facts. You know what I mean? Ain't nobody just like, I know when that day come, you Facts. know, I'm going to be, I'm going to be like you. It just doesn't work that way. Yeah, man. Uh, but there was that part of me that's just like, damn dude, like you was a little rough around the edges and like, you kind of, 
did your thing, like, okay, all right. And that was pretty much the extent of it. Well, you know, you just said something real quick that I want to um, touch on, man, is people think that it's easy just to pull the trigger. Like they really do. They believe it's, it's that easy. Yes, it's pulling the trigger, but it's, there's so much more to it, man, than just that pull of the trigger, that, that squeeze of the trigger. It's so much more yeah. to that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, because like you said, I've, I've, I've known people that literally either saw their buddy, you know what I'm saying, saw a buddy, shoot somebody, and they're like, they come back and they're, they're like, yo, I'm done. Like this, mm-hmm. ain't, like, this ain't for me. Like, nah, I can't do it. And I'm not saying that any of us are any stronger, any, you know what I'm saying, anything like that. We're, it just takes a certain type of person, man, to, to do anything like that. Like, it, it definitely does. And to especially do it knowing that, hey, man, I, got, I might have to do it again and again and again yeah. and again and again. You know what I mean? And, you, and after a while, it just becomes, I hate to say it, but it becomes business. It becomes normal. You know what I'm saying? That's what it becomes. But I tell people all the time, man, like, you know, people out here all the time, like, my cousin carries a gun. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm like, you think it's that easy? Like, you're just going to pull it out and start fucking just pulling that trigger? Like, like, it's not that easy, my dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it's it's something, I think, for a lot of us that, you know, like you said, you, you find out at that moment whether you're made for the shit or you're not. And I'm not, I'm not discouraging any, I'm not, I'm not talking shit about anybody that, that wasn't able to do it or, or that was just like, hey man, this ain't for me because you know what? That's good for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's good. That's good that you realize that. Here, here, let me, let me, let me get your thoughts on this. I just came up with this. So your first day on the ground in combat, you know, okay, let me, let me take that back. So your first week in, in, in theater, You've engaged the enemy out of seven days. You've engaged the enemy five times. Mm-hmm. Is there a part of your brain that says, shit, I got X and X and X amount of months here. At the rate that I'm going right now, this is just what the deployment's going to be like. Yeah. I think it's easier for people who've experienced it in that capacity to become more battle hardened to it. Yes. Versus you've been in, you got an eight month gig. You, you seven months in, you're on the tail end of it. And then the enemy get you out of business. Yeah. You know, are and I wonder if that person in that situation is more prone to having scars from it than people like me and you. Mm. That's actually a good point, man. You know, I know for me, all right. So I know for me, man, my first appointment, um, you know, we were taking a lot of rounds, you know, getting, getting, getting mortared all the time. I've, you know, I've seen some shit, you know what I'm saying? And, and, mm-hmm. and, and carried some shit. But for me, I knew it was that deployment. Now I look back at everything. I know that deployment is the deployment that created who I was for the rest of the time. Mm. For the rest yeah. of, for the rest of my 15, 17 plus deployments, mm-hmm. that one deployment created the person that I am today. You know what I'm saying? That, 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 that would be after that. Um, you do become, I'm gonna I'm use the word numb. You become numb to everything. You become very numb to everything. Whatever you see, whatever you've done, you become numb, numb to it because it's a job. And like you said to me before, the mission comes first and that's what you gotta do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because at the end yeah. of the day, your feelings really don't matter much. You gotta worry about the guy to your left and right. You gotta make mm-hmm. sure he comes home. You, ain't nobody, you know what I'm saying? He's gonna worry about you, you need to worry about him. And mm-hmm. the mission comes first. So like, at a point, you know, you become numb to everything. But like you said, I've, I've put it like this, man. I remember seeing this Ranger buddy and I, and, I, and I remember this is my first deployment. And I saw this dude, we had been getting mortared. Some people had uh, gotten shot. And I remember this dude was sitting there. I think he was a private or E4, but I was like, yo man, what's up? He's like, man, I'm done. I'm like, like, what you mean you're done? I'm like, can you do that? And he's like, yeah, I'm done. He was like, he was like, I'm not going out no more. I was like, well, let me get the fuck away from you because like this shit, this shit ain't about to go good. You know what I mean? And yeah. he and he was just like, yo, this ain't for me. I can't do this. I don't want to do this. I didn't think it was gonna be like this. And they sent him home. You know what I mean? Um, and it does make me wonder, man. Like, um, you know, like for him, like I wonder is all that stuff still really eating him up today? You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Because it took me what 18 years. Mm-hmm. For everything to catch up to me, yeah, eighteen fucking years. You know what I mean? It took seventeen. It took for me to, you know, what I'm saying, to finally realize, like, I got some fucking serious issues. I think once the, I think once the dust settles, 
I think that's when you start to realize when things start to slow down a little bit is, and then you kind of start to do normal shit back here in right. society is when you're just kind of like, okay, yeah, I normally don't lose my shit this quickly over something so simple. Yeah, man. And, and it created a monster in us, man, especially when you're young and you're doing all this type of shit. And I mean, I, I mean, I hate to, I hate to use this. I know this is, I know I'm going to get some, some slack back, but you're kind of, I mean, you're taking somebody's life, man. You know what I mean? Like, you literally have control <laughs> over that. Yeah. And it, I hate to say it, but it gives you a God complex in a way. You know what I mean? So you come back and you're like, the fuck y'all got on me? Mm-hmm. Like, what you going to do to me? You know what I mean? Um, it, it creates a certain persona that either was in you that was just waiting to come out or created a persona that you were not never supposed to be like. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, that's... Damn, bro, that's a good... <laughs> Well, is there, when was that moment that you realized And I'm assuming it was your, your deployment that you were talking about before, right? uh, that moment when you just kind of like either after the mission or like when you got back to the bunk and you sat down and you just said to yourself, based off of my line of profession, my life expectancy is extremely low. And in this profession, and I'm probably going to die at some point. Can I be honest with you? I yep. want I wanted to die in combat. Not like I was gonna go in front of a bullet or like, you know what I'm saying? Nothing like that. But yeah. that was my my I don't know what you want to call it. Like, but I was expecting that. You know what I'm saying? Like you said. And I'm not saying mm-hmm. I was like, you know, like like this deaf guy who was like, oh my god, I'm just gonna go out there and fucking do crazy shit. No. But I was always just like you said, I was always thinking, I'm staying in career, the deployments ain't stopping. Yeah. I mean, every deployment is, 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 you know what I mean? Is, is, yeah. is gone. Every deployment we're getting into it. You know what I'm saying? Every deployment we killing people. When is my, when is it going to be that I do something stupid and I get caught the fuck up? Yeah. So, you know, in Ranger Battalion, I'm, and a lot of people agree with me on this. And a lot, some people think I'm bullshit, but I'm going to tell you, man, I never thought about dying. Like, cause I was just like, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Like that was never a fear in my mind because I had my left and right brothers. Like I really did. I was, it was never, never a question of fear of going into a house or yeah. is he going to, is he going to pull his security? That was never a question in my mind. I knew everybody was going to do their job. Yeah. It was just, was I going to do my job and not get caught the fuck up? <laughs> that was the question. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know if that answered it or not, but. Um, no, it. It, it did. Um, you know, and in my case, I think I was maybe two or three, three weeks into theater and I sit in the bunk and just said to myself, just based off of how today went. Right. Like, <clears throat> like God, you must really love me if you're going to make these last 12 cake work. Yeah. But based off of two weeks of being here, you didn't already gave us this problem. Yep. And I'm like, so I'm foolish if I think that we ain't going to get it like this again or even worse. Right. So I'm probably going to die at some point. And I remember telling my therapist that, and uh, she said, did any good come from you having that mindset? And I say, yeah, because I never hesitated to do anything. Right. Ever. Exactly. Whenever something happened, I never hesitated to either jump to the front, go in first, yep. uh, uh, make myself vulnerable out in the open first. I never hesitated to do any of those things right. because I already accepted that that was a high outcome that I like, and I'm kind of like you, I was never really afraid that it was going to happen. Right. Right. Because you know, you know, who's with you, you know, your team, you Hell know what yeah. they're, they're capable of. Right. Right. It's just like, facts. you know, I'm going to let them do what they do and I'm going to do what I do. I just got to make sure I do what I do. Yes. Like That's, you fear that more than anything, like making it wrong. Like, is. You know, go there instead of no, 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 no. Fuck. No, no. Go there. Right. You you fear making those decisions more than you fear actually dying because you've already accepted it. Like you said. Yeah, man. You accept it. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, and I think, you know, what I'm talking about when I say this is like, you know, the more missions go by where like you're like, man, I'm I'm, I'm good. And then like another mission goes by and you're like, man, I'm, I'm still here. And eventually you, like for me, I started, you know, not gonna lie for, for a while, I'd say maybe like my sixth or seventh appointment is when I used to go, my sister's got my back. My boys that have passed away got my back. So I ain't worried about shit no more. <laughs> like I ain't worried about nothing. Like I'm good. I made it this many deployments. I'm good. You know what I mean? And you start becoming um, a lot more fearless. Mm-hmm. Because you're like, well, I made it this long, this long, 
know what I'm saying, this far, and, and, and I'm being who I am, you know what I'm saying, I'm being aggressive, I'm, I'm getting into the fight. Um, so I'm good. I just gotta yeah. make sure everybody else goes home. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just my job. Um, yeah, man, it's, it's, a lot of people don't understand, you know, why we're all so tight and we're so close, because that is a bond that you cannot create anywhere the fuck else. I don't give a fuck where you're at. You cannot create that bond outside of combat. Like that, that, that bond that you get with your brothers is an unbreakable bond, man. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And the trust you put to somebody else for them to put their life in your hands and for you to put your life in their hands. Yes. You know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a crazy, crazy thing, man. Mm -hmm. I agree. Uh, So now that the dust is settled, you know, for, for the deployment, for you, uh, for both of us, obviously, right. we're retiring, we're getting out. What's life like after? Like, what adjustments do you have to make? Has it been a rough adjustment for you? It has. You know, processing, because it, it, contrary to popular belief, everything you do in combat, you will process at some point. You will. It'll catch up. Yep. And you either do it on your own time yep. or it'll just sneak up on your ass because you've been dodging, getting yourself better. I, yeah, man, 110%, man. But how, how has the adjustment been after and in processing that stuff? Fucking rough. Yeah. Uh, Rough. (laughs) (laughs) Um, very rough, man. Um, are there any particular things that drag you down more than other, like for me, hypervigilance beats the shit out of me every single day. That fucks me up, man. That I'm, mm-hmm. I'm so so hyper hyper vigilant that it's it's probably a little too much. Yeah, like a little way too much. Yeah, I'm I, constantly on guard. I'm constantly everything I do. I'm planning. Like you know, even right now, me and Kendra are looking. For, you know, what I'm saying like planning of building a house and getting land. You know what I look. I look at avenues of approach, bro. I look at where the house is at. Can people come from here? Can I, can I see, like, that's my mind, man. And, yeah. but I'm like, that's not healthy. Cause like, what am I going to do? Like, like lock ourselves in a fucking house and a compound. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what am I yeah. going to do? <laughs> yeah. But those are the things that I'm constantly, it's always going through my mind, man. Always like, how can I protect my family? Who can come from here? What can I do here? Can I set this up here? You know what I mean? It's, it's just so much, yeah. man. Everywhere I go, I'm constantly looking around. You know, and it's not that I'm scared of anything. It's just such a normal thing that that I've done for so long that it's hard for me to break that habit anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because imagine, yeah. like, we go overseas, your head is on a what? Swivel. On a motherfucking swivel. You're looking at yep. every motherfucking thing that's out there. Yep. And that is just what you're supposed to do. Now, imagine doing that for 20 fucking years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and somebody going, hey, man, what the fuck are you doing? And you're like, bro, this is just normal life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but... You know, I, I, I try to I, I try to be cognizant of that. I try I try to be cognizant of that. So I try to kind of like you know either not let it be known when I'm doing it, or I try to like not do it. You know, as yeah. much. But besides that, man, um, you know, for me, deployments were my life. Like mm-hmm. literally, those were my. It was my life. Like you know, I deployed every fucking year, if not two. To, I'm saying one to three times a year for fucking seventeen fucking years. So mm-hmm. now for me, it's it's more like, I, you know, even now I'm looking for, I don't want to work, but I'm like, man, can I get me a contract gig that would just get me deployed maybe? You know what I mean? Like, I just <laughs> want to go. But I have, you know, I have some very good buddies, um, you know, that 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 are always like, hey man, like that fight's done for you, bro. Like, yeah. it, it, it's done, man. Like your next chapter is taking care of your family. That's what's next. You know what I mean? And I'm like, oh, I know, man, but just, just, just one more, just one more. You know what I mean? Um, but for me, that's been the, the, the hardest adjustment, man, is that, um, you know, but I take medication for like, you know, nightmares and shit like that. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I've had, you know what I'm saying? I get not nightmares as far as like anything that I've done, but it's like, like you said earlier, like somebody coming to the house and, you know, I'm trying to like jam up or somebody, you know what I'm saying? Coming, yeah. ra- raiding my house, like the way we did. That's one of my yeah. fears, man. Like that's my one, yeah. that's like one of my biggest fears is that, you know, I don't know, man. Yeah, they just conduct a raid or some shit on my house and, and it's just yeah. me and my family there and I can't protect my family, you know what I mean? That's my mm-hmm. biggest fear. But yeah, how about you? Uh, hypervigilance is probably my, it's my biggest one as well. I mean, I remember when I was married, you know, and uh, my wife at the time, 
you know, awesome woman, you know, she served as well. Right. Uh, she moved my guns. And I, I, I say, hey, look, my guns are where they are for a reason. Right. They're laying the way that they're laying where they're laying for a reason. Right. You are directly interfering with my job to protect this home and you and the people that are in it. Right. So every day this gun needs to be here and this gun needs to be here under no circumstances. Do you bother them? Facts, you know, and, and I, I, I carry as well. Uh, and I've been trying to do a better job of saying, Hey, look, I'm going to this particular area where the crime rate is very low. Right. And there's a very high presence of police officers that do the right thing. Yep. You don't have to turn around 20 miles from home and go back and get your gun. Right. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, so I've I've tried to do a better job of that, um, of saying, hey, you know, OK, now this place that I'm going, there has been a robbery and, you know, threat assessment basically is what, exactly. we, what we're doing. Exactly. Threat assessment, you know, or like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to Walmart four months ago. You know, Secret Service agent shot a guy in that Walmart because the dude. I'm like, okay, so I'm definitely going to make sure I carry. Right. I'm going to carry this, but like you, you threat assessment, mission prep. You know what I mean? Um, but I've gotten better at it. My doctor has told me on numerous occasions the number one occupier of my brain is hypervigilance. Yeah, man. Just like that, and because I'm like, why am I tired all the time? Like, why do when I go out to do a simple thing in Walmart? I come back and I'm drained because your hypervigilance is on full, like full alert. And I'm like, that's a very good point. Um, (laughs) no, no dude. Like that is by far my number one biggest fucking issue, man. And you know, so I'm (laughs) Kendra. So we live, I'm saying we're from Minneapolis in the suburbs, like very rich neighborhoods. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And Kendra is, she's a sweetheart. My wife's a sweetheart, by the way, (laughs) but she's one of those like, no, the neighborhood's good. So like she'll leave the door wide open. We'll be in the bedroom. And I'm like, yo, the front door's open. It's only the screen door. That's not even locked. Like anybody can just come in here. So like I'm constantly looking at the hallway like what if somebody just comes running down here with a gun? Like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's just small shit, man. Like the blinds at night, like I cannot stand, cannot stand blinds mm-hmm. open in a house at night. It fucking makes me so nervous. I yeah. hate it, man. Um, But yeah, man, you, you know, I try not to like, I try my hardest to not ever show that to her because I don't want her to start getting, you know, worried yeah. or anxious also, you know what I mean? But, you know, I, I try to carry that weight, I guess, <laughs> I guess for yeah. both of us, <laughs> or for the family, really, man. It's I mean, it's not easy, bro. Like, imagine, homie, like we did this, like you weren't doing your job back here in, in, in the suburbs, yeah. man. You were doing it in the combat as when we're doing, we're literally out there to kill you. <laughs> yeah. Like that was their their main goal, man. So like, how do you how do you break away from, you know, the mindset of kill, kill, kill with the cold blue steel to all right, let <laughs> me old, stop. Like I mean, imagine old shit right there. <laughs> but imagine they they indoctrinate that shit to you in your head for so long that after twenty years they're like, thank you for your service. See you later. Don't be killing nobody out there. Yeah. <laughs> like you know what I mean. <laughs> Make sure you turn that training off when you leave. Yeah. Your service is done. You know what I mean? And it's like, how can I turn that off? Like, how do you turn it off? Question. How would you think? The truth of the matter is, is I don't think you turn it off at all. Right, man. Uh, You you just become a little bit more aware of where you're going. And if if there's anything that you can do within your power to change or alter that place or situation so that it's more beneficial to you. Right. So if someone's like, hey, so if your kids are like, hey, let's go to the fair. And you know the fair is jam-packed yeah. from four to nine. You might hit them with the, but we're going to go at noon Yep. when it ain't that packed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like your kids are like, yo, we want to go to a festival here. And you know that area should be popping off. Right. You're like, hey, look, we're not going to go there. I found another place we can go somewhere else. So you don't really ever turn it off. You just learn how to adjust your adjust life it. to minimize having to display the monster inside of you. I like, like that. That's, Every day, our existence is to keep that monster as calm and unbothered as possible. Bro. You know, how many times have I been in a store with a basket full of groceries and some shit was about to pop off that would have got a monster out of me and I just turned around and left the cart and just and just walked off? Dude, you just said that so perfectly. I've had the conversation with so many people. Um, you know, what they don't understand is, you know, you got all these veterans that have served the majority of the time during this war, 
What people don't understand, man, you got a walking, sleeping, fucking monster walking around. And you do not, you do not want to knock on that door, man. You know what I mean? Like, you just got to let that motherfucker be. You know what I mean? And, like, a lot of us, a lot of us uh, that have gone through so much and that are, you know, I don't want to use the word traumatized, but I'm going to use it, that are traumatized from a lot of that stuff or a lot of that stuff has affected us. We're, we're, we just want peace and quiet. Mm-hmm. We just want to be happy. We don't yeah. want, we don't want, and, and then people think because you were in combat all the time that you're just this, this, this conflict type person where you just want to like, and it's the complete opposite. It's because we know what we're capable of, so we don't want to get to that point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you just don't. Like, I know so many of my boys, and I, I know some fucking serial fucking, I mean, serial, but some like, <laughs> some serious, yeah. some serious motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying, that were doing mm-hmm. work. But they're the yeah. nicest, nicest, calmest motherfuckers. And I'm like, dude, you do not want to mess with that, dude. Like, don't let that shit fool you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, don't let that shit fool you, man. And, and and that's what people don't understand, man. It's like, just let us be. Don't fuck with yeah. us. Just, just, just let us be. And we'll go yeah. our way. You go your way. Or we can live, you know, um, um, happily together, man. You know what I mean? In the same fucking world, man. It's 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 that easy, and people just don't understand that. Like we are literally a walking, fucking, sleeping, fucking giant. That you, the monster that you don't want to wake up. You just don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We just want peace, man. But um, here's the flip side to that, though. So scenario: Tom just left the grocery store. Let me let me backtrack. Tom went, put some rounds down range, trained a little bit you know, at, at a local place, you know, he's got his, you know, he's got his kit in the back. He's got his, his M4, he's got nine mags still full, got his shit in the back. Right. He gets, you you know, you go to the grocery store, get you some shit to drink, something to eat. You get in the car, you hear some shots ring out in the grocery store. What is Tom going to do? I'm going to grab my shit and go back in. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and that is why people like me and you are who we are. Right. Where it this it's not going to like we probably roll down the window to double check right right you know to be on the safe side yeah facts if we yeah, yeah. if we see two people hauling ass out I'm going in back a window in burst yo trunk kit and, and we're gonna go in and do exactly what we have been trained yeah man to do I'm going back in there straight up facts man you know the only the, hold on the flip ahead. side to that is before I go and I'm gonna tell somebody standing by yo tell a cop the black veteran is in here not to shoot him exactly you know what I'm saying like you know tell him what I'm wearing you know, tell him check out my Instagram hey. my Facebook <laughs> no facts man the facts you ain't lying hey 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 tell the cops I'm up in here man yeah no man it's no man that's straight up man because you gotta understand dude like you know a lot of us that served. We're, we're natural protectors. Like we're natural, yeah. we're natural, you know, protectors. That's just, that's just what we are, man. And and we like to protect those are, I, I hate using the word, I don't want to use the word weaker, but we want to help those that we can in any yeah, way possible. That can't help themselves. That can't help themselves, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and I don't know one, one any of my boys that would never, that would not respond to that question the same way that, you know what I'm saying, that, we, that you and I just responded to it. I think they would all respond the exact same way. You know what I mean? Because that's just what we do. It's it's muscle memory. It's like second nature. It is, man. And and you know, especially seeing innocent people is 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 just in our nature yeah. to to act. You know what I mean? Here's something. Here's something interesting that happened last year. So I took the kids to the mall, and uh, we're walking around. You know, they're just basically draining my checkbook any way that they can. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're good at that. Yeah, of course. Uh, so I hear some arguing in the background, right? You know, by a little kiosk. So I turn and look. I see one guy, probably like in his early sixties, uh, and he's got like I think his daughter with him or granddaughter, who's like ten or eleven. Right. And I see like six teenage kids just like going at it with him. You know, fuck you. What you say? Now I can tell by the old guy's demeanor, he don't want no smoke. Right. So I've already peeped that he don't want it. He already backing up, apologizing, hands up. Like, I don't want no issues. Right. But the teens are still moving forward. So then I see the teens start to spread out Uh, and do like a half moon. Yeah. Kind of they're trying to circle the guy. So I told my, my, my son, teenage son, I said, take your sister in the store like the store behind us and just watch. Right. If, if I start taking the L you're more than welcome to come out and, right. and help. But if not, just stay in the store. Right. So I walk over. I, I have my shit on me. 
So I walk in between both, like him and the group. Right. And I, I put one of my hands. I'm like, hey, look, the dude said like he's sorry. You know, they I can tell they got like that bloodlust. Like they want it. Teenagers, kids. Yeah. You know, like so yeah. they're extra, but they're moving forward. But I'm not backing up. Right. And my my right leg is cocked back a little bit because I got to figure if I'm going to steal off first yep. or shoot first. Yep. At the end of the day, like they're not going to pass me. Right. And I'm going to stand right here. And every time they try to spread, I would keep looking because I'm talking to all of them. Like, yo, the dude said he don't want it. Right. And you're not getting to him unless you come through me. Right. You know what I'm saying? So now my right hand goes to my hip. Like not on it, just above it. Yep. Yeah. Because I'm like, I, y'all not. This ain't gonna be no army time. Soldier, get beat to shit. Right. I, it's not happening to me. Right. And by the grace of God, a local police officer that was in the mall came in and intervened. Wow. <laughs> you know, and at the end of the day, <clears throat> that's just what we do. Exactly, man. Exactly. You know, and it's not like we look forward to it or we want to. Nah, man. You know, like we, we stand back, we assess, like, is this going to be a problem? And if I'm going to intervene, how am I going to do it? What's my, what's my escape route? Yep. You know, who I'm going to steal off on first, who going to catch the rounds first. You already process all of that shit. And they only been talking for five seconds. <laughs> nah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I'm with you on that, man. <laughs> I mean, God, first of all, I hate, I hate, I hate people like that, man. You know, the thing is, is, is when people see people like you and I, or you know, saying like that situation, I will bet you those kids were thinking twice, like, oh shit, like, damn, this dude, it's not even his business. Yeah, I guarantee you, they were thinking two, three, four times in their heads, like, uh, this is probably not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because. People like that, man, only want to prey on the fucking weak or what they think are weak. You know what I mean? Or what they per- perceive for somebody to be a weaker, weaker than them. You know what I mean? I, I, I say this all the time, man. I'm like, you know, like you'll see shit on TV and you're like, man, I wish, I wish a motherfucker would, but a motherfucker never would fuck with you and yeah. I. Because yeah. motherfuckers can smell it and they can taste it that they don't want none of that shit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I was talking to a buddy before because something happened and I was like, why doesn't this shit never happen to us? And he goes, dude, do you see the way that we carry ourselves? Like, mm-hmm. you, like you just see the way that you walk around, like nobody, like they just can already tell that you're not about that business. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, like they can already tell you're not about no games. Yeah. And that's why when you see shit like that happen, it's because people are not being, I, I don't want to use the word hypervigilant. We're a little extreme, yeah. but they're not being hypervigilant and they're not, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? They're not being aware of their surroundings and they're not presenting themselves in the, in the, in the, in the, in the proper way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I had a similar incident a while back, man. It was we, with, with me and my cousins. And somebody was fucking around with my little cousin, my little baby cousin at the time. And I came up and they started fucking with me. And one of my other cousins goes, hey man, out of all of us, he goes, out of all of us here, this is the one guy that wants to fight you. Out of all of us here. He was like, just go your way and just let us go our way. And the dudes kept talking shit. And I was I'm saying, like you said, I did the same thing, cock back, knock the shit out motherfuckers. And my cousin goes, I told y'all. Yeah. Like that's what, it, He's the one who wants to fight. And, you know what I mean? It's, people don't understand, man. Like, you keep fucking around, you're going to catch some shit that you don't want to catch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and again, we go back to the whole thing, and I, and I truly believe that we are protectors, man. We're guardians. And, and that's, just, that's just instilled into who we are. Or else we wouldn't be doing what we, what we did. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and and that's, that's why I think, you know, a lot of shit happens to certain people, man. It's just because they can smell they can smell that, that I hate using the word. I don't want to say they smell fear, but they smell that you ain't about that business. You know what I mean? Yeah. They yeah. smell it, man. And they know that, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, we, we want to, people like us just want to live normal, peaceful lives. Bro, I'm the type where if I bump into you or if, if I, if I, if I step in front of you, you know, quickly, I'm the first one to be like, Hey, hey my bad, man. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Hey, hey man, I'm so sorry about that. Oh man. You know, try to make a joke out of it. And I think people can tell, Oh, okay, cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and just kind of let it go. Like I apologize for everything, bro, for everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm the first one to apologize, but at the same time, don't, don't fucking get the game twisted. <laughs> like, you yeah. Know what I'm saying? yeah. Re- re- respect still has to be given. Exactly. You know what I mean? And, and, just so people know, I mean, we know that people like us aren't, in, aren't you know, 
uh, we know that we can take an L as well. Of course, man. You know, I mean, I, Bro, we, I'm sure we've been in situations where someone was kind of reckless at the mouth and you're like, man, this was going to be a tough one if I, oh, if I deal yeah. with this. Hell yeah. Hell <laughs> Let yeah. Let me weigh my options. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, I, I'll get the first punch off, but the next seven he's going to give me. There's definitely been situations know. like that. Yeah, there. I don't know. <laughs> That's funny shit. Yeah, man. Um. Um, so how has the healing process been for you? I mean, obviously you, you've done some healing because you're, you're still here today. Um, but, you know, I'm sure the, the things from combat still bother you, but, you know, healing is important. Has there been anything particular that you've done to heal? You know, obviously you, you're seeking, you know, guidance and direction from mental health institutions or the, or the hospital and stuff like yeah. that. But is there anything else you're doing? Changing friends, circles, you put stuff in perspective. Put things in perspective. New hobbies. Yeah. Yep. Perspective. Yep. Yep. Put, I definitely put things in perspective. Um, and I definitely take the time to enjoy the little things in life and actually take everything in. You know what I mean? Like where before everything was just so fast paced and it was always about work. It was always about the next mission. It was always about deployments. It was always about, it was always about work for me. It was constantly. I think now mm -hmm. that I'm starting to get away from that, um, you know, let me uh, step away from work and let me just enjoy life. Just enjoy the yeah. little things. And like you said, I do a lot of reflection, you know what I mean? On, on, yeah. on like everything because, you know, we're not, you know, we all have morals and you know what I'm saying? We all like, you know, um, grew up a certain way, but I know one day I'm going to have to answer to everything. You know what I mean? Mm. And so I do a lot of reflection. I do a lot of reflection on, on certain things. And I make sure that what I did, I wasn't, I don't always take it as I was just out just to kill motherfuckers or I was out, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I was always like, that wasn't my drive. It was, you know what I'm saying? My job. And I always make sure that I, I'm happy and I can live peacefully with myself. And I think that's the one thing for me that's been the biggest thing is accepting that it was work that it was yeah what i had to do you know what i mean um yeah man that i i would say that and not gonna lie man my wife is the my wife and my sister man a big huge 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 yeah. huge in my fucking healing man big time mm -hmm. um so you know with that you know my wife's very religious um, so she, so she's always talking to me about God and stuff. I'm not there yet, but you know what I'm saying? I yeah. do believe in God. I'm not there yet. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Honestly, I like that. Hey, I'm not man. there yet. Not yet, man. But you know, like I said, man, I just try to make sure that, that I'm, I am at peace with what I've done. You know what I mean? That I'm comfortable and that I could die today and, and answer to everything yeah. that I've done and be cool with it. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said, uh, I don't regret anything because every, everything that I've done was, you know, those were bad guys, man. Like, it's just plain and simple. That's what they were. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but again, that's a human life. Like, I'm not some fucking serial killer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah. that's a human life. So regardless of who they were or what they did, that's still human life that in a way kind of touches me a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, because, you know, like, I know a lot of dudes are like, man, I don't give a fuck. And I'm like, I, I, I doubt it, man. There's probably somewhere deep inside of you that that, that, that you're thinking yeah. about shit. You know what I mean? And, and I was like that for the longest time. And I was always mm -hmm. telling myself, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I'm a killer. I'm a this, I'm a that. You know what I mean? Then the older I got, it was like, fuck. Yeah. Like, I got to reflect, man. I, I, I got to, one day I'm going to have to be somewhere and I'm going to have to answer to this shit. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, mm -hmm. for me, it's reflection. Uh, reflection. My wife, my sister, big time. Um, and you know, honestly, this podcast, you know, with you and all that shit fucking helps out, man. It, like this has been the biggest part of my mental health growth and healing is this podcast. Mm -hmm. Because at the same time, I know that there's somebody out there listening that has thought the same thing that you and I thought about everything that we're talking about and that mm -hmm. they have not spoke to somebody, but they're going to reflect on it. You know what I mean? And for me being that voice with you and, and talking about our experiences and talking about our, our mental health helps to heal my mental health knowing that I'm helping somebody else. Mm -hmm. It's I don't know if that's no, no, yeah. it makes perfectly good sense. Yeah. Um, I'm like you, I, 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 I take plenty of time to always put things in perspective. Right. You know, uh, I think my soldiers let me know what type of leader that I was. Right. Uh, and, and that always gives me a great sign of, sign of peace. Um, I did have a moment, uh, maybe a year or two ago, when I was looking at some old photos and I saw a picture of me, like, you know, overseas, like during a deployment or whatever. You know, I remember looking at the picture and I'm just kind of like, God damn, dude. Like, 
you are a real, you are a little bit different. Yeah, man. And, and uh, that's like, man, little 23 year old Timmy, like Jesus yeah. Christ, bro. And, and there, and there's that part of my, in my mind that just keeps saying, like, dude, look what, look what you endured and look what they did to you. And what I mean by them, I mean, you know, my job, not blaming anyone, no, 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 no. I but, just, but just saying, Hey, like 23 year old kid. Yeah. Look at what you were doing then. Yeah. And then in the days and types of nights that you've had. And despite all of that shit, you're still here. So make something of it. Most importantly, for all the ones who did make it back, do it for them. Yeah. But do not let that shit eat you up. And and I'm kind of like you. I mean, work is work. You know what I mean? It yeah, is what it is. Exactly, man. You know, it's it's not like you you look forward to like me. I can't wait till I go out today so I can put some rounds. Like it's it's just it's not really that way. Like right. you do it and then it's the job and then you move on. Right. You know, you 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 wish you didn't have to, but right. you got you got you got marching orders. Right. You know I'm saying capture or kill. You got yeah, marching man. orders. Yeah, man. I mean bottom line up front. You can't dry. come back like, look, I brought him back and uh, I'm just going to let him go because I don't feel I feel like he's a really nice guy. Like, yo, capture a kill. You captured him. So that's what it is. But, you know, yeah, it's no, you no, get the old pictures and, and just kind of saying, man, you're 40 now. You're 23 then. Like, man. Fuck. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's, what were you going to say, brother? No, no, no. Uh, no. Now I'm just reflecting on what you just said, man. Like, bro, we were completely different. Like. Mm-hmm. Imagine the mindset that you were back then, bro. I was on like some destructive shit. Like, and I'm not saying destructive isn't like for myself, but I was just like, I, could, I, I didn't really care too much. Like I was just yeah. wanted to do my job, man. And like, I loved it. I enjoyed it. You know what I mean? Like, but like you said, man, like I, you go overseas, you do what you got to do. You come back home. You don't like, I don't come back home and be like, man, I just wanna, I'm gonna shoot everybody I can see. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 I'm not out here trying to shoot everybody or kill anybody, because that's work. What I do over there is work, man. Like, that mentality does not come back here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's two different mentalities. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a completely different person, actually, when I'm overseas. You know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. at work, man. I'm saying the grind. Um, but yeah, man, just reflect on what you just said. And like, I look back, I think if the older me, if, if my 21, 22 year old me was to look at who I was today, I probably wouldn't believe that I'd be where I'm at today. Straight up. Um, you know, just because of, of the type of um, mentality that I was at at that moment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. And, it, you know, like you said, man, like the one thing we always say back and forth, Huggy, is is the, the reflection time. You don't have yeah. reflection time. So, mm-hmm. you know, you're so busy back then and it's like you don't have time to reflect. So you, that mentality is always here. Yeah. It never goes down because you're just always here. Because six mm-hmm. six months later, you're you're back again, blowing doors, going to somebody's house, and you know what I'm saying, doing whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you, you you never have that time, man. And, and um, I don't think I actually was talking to Kendra about this the other day. I was like, if I had never gotten sent to do my instructor time, I don't know where I'd be at mentally today because I would not have had the same support as far as mental health and getting, you know what I'm saying? Like my chain of command here is like, hey man, go fix yourself. Like go get ready before you get out. Go do all the mental health things you need to do. What can we do for you? How can we, what 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 do you need from us to get you the right help before you get out? Where if I was back at fifth group or for anybody that's in any group, right? That's not yeah. in a, that's not in a, in, in, in a, um, a SWIC, a SWIC yeah. uh, 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 tour, SWIC tour guys, you know what I'm saying? It's for everybody that, that, for SF guys, you always gotta do your time, whether it's structure time, recruiting time, whatever it is, but you gotta yeah. have time to give back to the community. So for all those guys that retire out of group, bro, there's no, you don't get a year before, you know what I'm saying, a, a year to start doing your stuff, no. You're working until that last fucking day. Mm-hmm. And they literally be like, see you later. And now you gotta go out and make sure that you get the right help after you've already yeah. gotten out. Mm-hmm. Instead of you could have been doing it while you're still in, you know what I'm saying, that last six months, or I'm saying that last year, like me in the last year and a half, I've had that, you know what I mean? That's why I'm so grateful for my chain of command today. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because because they've given me that opportunity to make sure that I have the right tools before I get out. Yeah. Because I'll be honest with you, man, if I didn't stop drinking in 2019, if I did not stop drinking in 2019, bro, I for sure would be in jail as soon as I got out. For sure. No doubt. No doubts about it, man. You know what I mean? I would have definitely fucked up somehow, done something crazy, and definitely be in jail, without a doubt. 
my alcohol was out was was out of crazy. I mean, my alcohol was was just you know out of whack, man. And then my mentality where I was uh, wasn't right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, it's it, it's crazy to look back to see where we were when we were young compared to how much we've yeah. changed in twenty years, man. And and mm-hmm. the things that we've done and the things that we've endured and gone through and you know the losses that we've 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 uh, had, man. It's 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 you said something and I use it and I and I use it quite a bit, man. I've actually used it quite a bit with people and and you said something before on this podcast where you said we ask so much from our young generation, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. From our young soldiers, but what are we doing to help them? Yeah. What are we what are we doing to give back to them? Mm-hmm. And you know, people ask me all the time, they're like, you know, about this podcast. And I'm like, bro, like we got, me and Huggy got big, big dreams and big goals for this shit. Like this ain't even remotely what we're doing yet. This is yeah. just a stepping stone to get us to that next step to make a huge difference in in uh, our brothers and sisters. You know what I mean? Because you and I have taken that step. You know what I mean? We've we've mm-hmm. we've, we've taken that next leap forward, man. And um, for bettering ourselves and, you know, and, and now I think it's time to give back and to help those that are, those that are not getting that right help that you and I did get. Yeah. You, I mean, you know what I mean? It's, 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 it's slowly coming back full circle for us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, At the yeah. end of the day, you know, you don't want to be the, the Vietnam veteran in my old PTSD group session. Who's finally talking about his Vietnam experience in, in 2015, right. who finally opens up because everyone else in the group has opened up. And now the the Vietnam veteran infantryman with like three purple hearts, right? Finally, utters his first sentence about his three back to back tours in Vietnam. Yeah, you don't want to wait that long. Yeah, man. Because the longer you wait, the harder it's going to be. Hard it's going to be, man. Funny story, real quick. A, a friend of mine some some time ago posted a picture of him and his daughter playing, and she painted his nails. Okay. Uh, and the comments were like, you know, oh, you know, they were kind of making fun of him. Of course. But I'm looking at the picture like, yeah, I have no idea <laughs> what that guy is capable of and what he has done. So for him to be able to allow his daughter to paint his nails yeah. and be smiling about it, be very grateful and thankful. Yeah, man. Because that, that guy is got, that guy done put some work in there. Yeah. So don't let the picture of the nails fool you. Uh, that 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 guy earned his bones very well. Um, I, I agree with you 100% on that, man. So I would say ultimately, um, the bottom line up front with combat is you experience a multitude of different uh, emotions and feelings. Right. Mentally and physically and, again, emotionally. But all that you experience, there is a price that you will have to pay. <sighs> yes, there is. There's a price tag for everything. Exactly. And at the end of the day, you think you might have ran out on your check, but they're going to knock on your door and say, you owe us approximately this amount of money. So it's it's not what it's cracked out to be, because one of the soldiers I had some time ago call me and was like, hey, you know, I deployed and I didn't really get to put in a rounds down range. And he was like brokenhearted about I'm like, bro, be thankful. Right. Because that that tour that you did. It was a good one. Affected, it was a good one. And if, if it went the way you wanted it to, yeah, would have affected the rest of your life and everything in it. Yeah, so man. you, you got to pay. That's the bottom line up front. For all the things that happen in the combat, you have to pay for it mentally, emotionally, and physically, either during or at some point. What I, do you think? No, I, I agree with you 110%. And, you know, like you just said about, you know what I'm saying, um, that kid that said that to you. We didn't know the price we had to pay. We didn't know the price tag. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You and I didn't know the price tag. We didn't know when we had to pay for it. We didn't even know that we had to pay for it. <laughs> I mean, for real. But but it came knocking. Like it came knocking. And and when it comes knocking, you know, it's a heavy price, man. And and mm-hmm. it's a price that you're gonna have to continue to pay for the rest of your life. And with high interest with and multiple high monthly interest, installments. Man. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know. Did I enjoy my job? Yes, I did. I loved it. But I wish that there was other ways that I could have started making, you know what I'm saying, taking care of myself way mm-hmm. back then instead of wait 17 years to stop deploying to, to, to get the help that I needed. I, I, I wholeheartedly believe that if all those were in place in the beginning, not all of us would be where we're at today. 
I agree. Um, you know, and, and, and hopefully, man, you know, for, for, for everybody listening, when I say me and Huggy got, got so much shit and planned and, 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 you know, set up, man, hopefully one day we could be at a table to sit and, and make some of these changes for the future, you know, for our future brothers and sisters down the road, man, so they can get this help early on and not late, you know, say not when yeah. it's late. Um, but yeah, man, I agree with everything you just said, man. You know, it's, 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 it's not easy. A lot of people do just want to go out there and, and I get it, man. You work, you train and I get it. You want to go put in some yeah. work. Like I get it. Like I totally get it. But if you went on deployment and you didn't be grateful that it went the way yeah. that it did, <laughs> mm-hmm. like be grateful, man. But yeah, man, um, bro. That was a great episode. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> kind of got to my feelings in some sort, but you know what I'm saying? But I love it, man, because, um, you know, it's, it's you know, like Huggy said in the beginning, man, we are different, um, you know, in this podcast from everybody else because we're trying to show you guys the different aspects of everything because there's so much more mm-hmm. to it, you know what I'm saying? Besides just the firefights and, um, you know, taking a life and all that shit. There's so much more to it that needs to be talked about so much more that needs to be shared so much more that needs to be put out there so that it can be, to- you know what I'm saying? Told, um, you know, a ton more. It's, it's just, just not always about the firefights, man. And like Tuggy always says, and we always say it all the time, that's only 10% of a fucking deployment anyhow. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, hope y'all get a lot out of each and every single one of these episodes. And I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Um, I, Thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed this one, Huggy. This was all Huggy's idea, by the way. So y'all can thank Huggy for this one. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Huggy, if you got anything, let me know, man. Let him know. No, I ain't got nothing, man. Great episode. All right, man. Hey, I appreciate y'all. Huggy, thank you again as always, brother. Of course. Recording stopped. <laughs>